Hi, good evening, and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 117. Uh, we are recording, I would say, 15, 20 minutes or so after Roma won, Sampdoria won, uh, the final game of 2021 and the final game of the first half of this season going into the winter break, going into 2022. Uh, tonight with me, I've got Imran. How are we? Uh, I'm okay. Thank you. No worries. And we've also got James. How are we? Okay, thanks. Guys, Roma 1, Sampdoria 1. We were talking pre-pod about what has just happened and after the ecstasy of Saturday and then the dourness of tonight, it was just very frustrating and very laboured performance against the Samp side who have been a bit hit and miss this season under Roberto Diversa. Um, I think it, I think all year he's had six wins in 2021. James, I'm going to come to, to you first because we were talking pre-pod. I think you're going to be off the long run. Um, what did you make of tonight's performance? Laboured, a bit flat, and you wanted to talk about the crowd coming to watch that performance under Mourinho. Yeah, it was very, um, very uh, frustrating to watch. Very laboured, like you said. Um, quite disjointed. I mean, there weren't really many. Uh, you couldn't really pin- pinpoint many uh, or recall many like good moves. I mean, there were very few and far between, and that's why I think Sampdoria looked relatively comfortable. And I think you have to say, in the final analysis, they were. You know, I think they merited the point. You know, which was kind of their objective, maybe. Mm. You know, they're right. They'd take the win if they could, but. You know, they were after the point. And if you think about it, after we took the lead with some good persistent play by uh, Shemodorov, you know, he did, um, he was very persistent. And in the end, he produced a good finish. That um, Sampdoria were able to raise their game sufficiently to cause us one or two problems. And then they got the equaliser. And then they could basically go back to their game plan. So things were very, pretty much as they would have hoped. And uh, the opposite, you could say, for us, because we didn't put them under enough pressure, which was the product of um, not producing enough good quality attacking moves. And we made far too many um, mistakes And we, we, uh, in addition to being disjointed. I mean, uh, we were almost having to score like a really high... You know, we were relying on... This has so often happened this season—a moment of individual brilliance mm. or a restart—in order to to score a goal, and um, that's only going to take you so far. You know, it's unsustainable as a as a way of playing. So, um, I think the main reason we didn't we played, I think, poorly and didn't win the game was that we would make too many basic errors, and and maybe that was a product of the fact we didn't seem to have like a clear game plan to score, you know. Okay, we didn't concede that many, but that, but that obviously they weren't very adventurous. And um, uh, we, um, we, just didn't, we just didn't put them under enough pressure, didn't stretch them and, and uh, test them enough. And that was the product of the fact that we were unable to put together enough good quality attacking moves. 
No, I totally agree. Totally agree those sentiments. Imran, do you echo James's thoughts on tonight's performance? Yes, I do. I uh, Like we discussed after the Atalanta game, we played well defensively and we had good counter-attacking. Uh, I mean, we executed them well, the counter-attacks that we got. First of all, we, we Atalanta left behind uh, a lot of sp- space for us to exploit more than uh, we perhaps would have expected and today was a different game in today's game you have to dominate and you have to start from zero you have to start your attacks from zero because they won't give you that space and um, that's exactly what we saw and we have seen also previously uh, throughout um, I mean we're halfway in Syria now and it's been uh, it's been like a pattern that um, uh, we've seen performances like this quite often and uh, when we have to dominate games uh, both in terms of possession but also tactically organize attacking football or or generate uh, especially the attack, attacking phase of the football we play I think that um, it's been the same problem all season we're struggling to uh, to create anything um Productive, which can give, which can be sustainable uh, in the long run. Because if you see, we, we spoke about identity earlier. Uh, teams have a certain way of playing, a pattern, uh, which you can see, uh, you can more or less predict uh, some of the moves they will make. With us, uh, I struggle to see that. And what, what, what I really don't understand is. I mean, what is Roma's way? What is the long-term idea of this Roma? I mean, if they want to achieve, um, you know, greatness or, or, or to go to the very top, how are we going to do it? I'm not seeing. Uh, I'm not seeing that because the Atalanta game, you won't get that game every day. That was mm. that was one particular way of playing against a particular opponent in a particular match uh, where they uh, where you know everything happened in a certain way but today's games um, I mean a game like uh, the one today uh, Torino uh, we saw it it was a similar performance uh, I mean we fall back so deep at home against small teams I, I really start to wonder is that the way uh, is that the way for it potential let's say scudetto winner to play i mean to play like that uh, i i'm not convinced no it, yeah imran i do echo that it's just that uh, we me and james are talking um off pod and just waiting for you did you feel that way when we were playing against spezia also where it was quite labored also and then the way roma performed they just eked out a 2 nil win without playing really well yeah, and it, it shouldn't be like that. I mean, you can have occasional performances throughout the season where you can accept that. Uh, perhaps after um, you know a, a very tiring European football game, uh, then I can accept it. But not uh, not on such a consistent basis. It uh, it it's just not sustainable in the long run. And mm. uh, I might, uh, you know. 
we might say that yeah he perhaps need more players uh, with you know the team is poor we need uh, more quality i can agree to an extent but i still think that uh, the team uh, needs to play in a certain way i mean you can still uh, be more you can still play a better attacking football than uh, than we are doing currently we do create some half chances but that like james said requires uh, you know a moment of brilliance uh, mm-hmm. individual brilliance or you know like a very high quality individual in, individual uh, moment um, to convert into a goal I, I don't think that's fair to expect from the players because you, uh, i would rather have a system which uh, gets the better after better out of the players I will ask that, uh, this to both of you and then be a caveat. Uh, and I'll, I'll go to James first and I'll come to Imran second because uh, we've already talked about this previously, Imran. To James, is the three-five-two sustainable with this with this squad that we've got going forward? It's worked previously under Mourinho in previous games. Do you think it just needs some tweaking to counterbalance the attacking play against teams who like to sit back? Maybe. I mean, I'm not too um, uh, hung up, really, about the formation. I mean, I, ju- I just think that, um, or, or even the personnel, to be honest, mm. I think I don't think these things uh, would change an awful lot. To, uh, I think what, what would change things is better, like, better moves and I mean I question kind of the quality of work down I've always said that what you see on the weekend or on the on on the pitch is a product of what's done on the training ground Mm -hmm. over days and months and it seems to me that the quality of work being done at Trigoria isn't is is pretty poor to be honest because I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a question of you change the formation, or even bring in a player or two, and it would um, like revolutionise the way the team plays. I still think they have a problem. Um, they're, 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 they seem, you know, unless the coaching um, is able to, unless Mourinho's able to like cultivate a, a more cohesive style of play, particularly in the in the opposition half. Um, I, I think the you know, our problems won't go away, to be honest. No, no, that's, un- uh, that's agreeable. So, Imran, do you echo James' thoughts about the setup or what's going on in the training grounds? Yeah, I, I, I agree with him. I don't think it's the formation uh, no. that is the problem because you can, uh, you can line up in any formation whatsoever. It's just the way the team play because everything, every team has a philosophy. They have, uh, they have a, you know, they have a, typical attacking shape you see the off ball movements you see the tempo you see the the mentality you see the attacking dynamics uh, that exists within the team and um, i i think that defensively we have managed to um, you know create a lot of that today we we were sloppy in uh, defense due to some individual mistakes i don't think uh, Sampdoria um, necessarily were that 
brilliant in attack, but they st- stuck to the game plan, and I, I think they deservedly got a point. In the end, they had a really good chance mm. of uh, Kandreva as, as well. Uh, but um, I echo that. Uh, the training ground, to an extent, yes. I mean, we've been very good on set pieces. Uh, we've been very good. Um, uh, we've been good defensively, I would say, but I think that um, the, it's just... Uh, attacking phase of the game it's just not uh, good enough I, I think you I think you <laughs> mentioned a really key word there um, we lack we lack so much any sense of dynamism you know mm. we look um, so you know it look teams that should be really you know breaking their necks to control us and contain us do so seemingly at relative leisure and um, I think part of that is you know, when we recover possession, often it's, you know, quite deep and therefore you're faced with virtually an entire, you know, in these types of games where we struggle particularly, you know, you're faced with um, almost like an entire team to get through, you know, and, and a, quite a long distance from the opposition goal. And, and that makes it really difficult. And then when you add to that the, the real struggles to... Um, I mean, you see sometimes... There were moments tonight where the individual quality of the players, Abraham and Shamodorov, after he came on, were able to make a good run. And sometimes the pass did arrive, sometimes it didn't. But there's got to, that's got to be happening on a regular basis to stretch because you know the opposition defenders won't always get there. They won't always make the interception. They won't always make the um, uh, you know the um, challenge. And of course, as the game progresses and fatigue sets in. That's when, if you keep making good runs, making good passes, you know, moving coherently, you'll create chances. And that's something we don't do. I mean, arguably, you could say the second half we had less control of than the first half. So um, uh, I think all the, you know, until these problems are addressed, I don't see that our season will change, you know, barely at all. I still think we'll, we'll get... I expect a second, you know, if nothing changes, and I don't mean in the transfer market, or um, I, I mean if nothing changes in the way the team approaches games, I think we will get a second half of the season roughly um, in line with the first half. And if we, you think. We, sorry, uh, James, didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry, I think we've got about 31 points, is it? Yeah. Or so? Yeah. So I think, which is 32. more or less... Oh, 32, sorry, 32, course. yeah. 32. So it's more or less on course for like mid six, mid to bottom half of the 60s in the final uh, mm. classification. So, um, you know, which will be, I think people will say is quite underwhelming, you know. I, I don't see, you know, if, if you were looking, if you were asking me where where do you see the necessary improvement coming to push up towards the 70-point mark and beyond, uh, you know, which is heading towards, you know, a top-four finish, I I don't see where that's coming from, what, whatever happens in the transfer market in January. Where, like, I will ask this to both of you. I'm going to say the dreaded M word, which I think has been hitting this club for quite a while. Is it mentality? Is it the mentality of the players in the club in these type of games? Uh, Imran, I'll start to you and then come to James afterwards. Definitely not. I don't think this is down to mentality. Uh, because 
I think these players, uh, the coach, uh, ha- the coach has great mentality, world class. You cannot mm. get any. It's one of the uh, best <laughs> in there. You're gonna get anything better in terms of mentality than Mourinho. He's he's the most experienced coach right now in the game. He's been through it all. He has won two Champions League titles. He has won you know uh, league titles in Portugal, England, Italy, Spain. Uh, I mean, you cannot get better than that. And in terms of players, I, I struggle to believe that these players are so. I mean. Uh, lacking, I mean, lacking mentality to that extent that they are struggling to put down, you know, you know, put a performance against teams like, you know, Sampdoria. I mean, which mentality does the Sampdoria, play, uh, you know, do the Sampdoria players have? Uh, I, I don't think it's down to mentality. I think it's down to um, in, uh, tactics. Uh, it's down to tactics, the tactical preparations. We have not been able to. Uh, we have not been able to create uh, attacking phase of our game, which uh, I mean, like like the the word I mentioned, attacking dynamics. It, mm. they, they're not just there; they're just not there. And I think that's where the problem lies. I don't think it's down to mentality. I think it's it's unfair to blame the players. Uh, these players under Sari would perform differently. These players on the Spalletti would perform differently. These players on the Klopp would perform differently. I mean, it's obvious. Uh, I, I don't think that uh, it's down to mentality. I think it's down to uh, the football that we are playing. It's uh, especially if you if you look at the game today. I mean, in games we are supposed to dominate. We are, you know, uh, meant to uh, win. Comfortably, uh, these are the games where our, our attack is struggling. I mean, uh, Abraham, Zaniolo. Uh, uh, would you uh, would you blame them uh, for their individual performance? Absolutely not. It's it's easy to become a victim of uh, you know a poor system, and then you start uh, singling out individuals. And today we could have done that with Abraham and Zaniolo. I don't think that's where the problem problem lies. I think we need to create a better. Uh, we need to prepare or do a work in training where we can prepare better uh, the attacking phase of our game to so we can get the best out of these players. They're just waiting for a well functioning system where they can where they can you know flourish, and they've not been able to do that. And I would say that. My fear is also that if we don't find that, what Imran said, you know, a, a, um, a well-functioning um, attacking game plan, that eventually the players will lose confidence and thing, you know, an individual performances will deteriorate and we won't be seeing perhaps as many of those flashes of brilliance that have um, delivered for us so far this season. And probably then results might even deteriorate even more than they, you know, it's not like they, they've been brilliant in the uh, first half of the season. So um, I would echo all that and say that, you know, unless this is really like urgent, the next, well, obviously the player's going to have a week off now, but um, unless um, these issues are resolved, then uh, I think, yeah, I do. I really, I really don't know in what direction we're going. 
because because uh, it's a it's a bleak start to 2022, isn't it for for Roma? Um, AC Milan away, and then Juventus at home um, in the first two games. Uh, the AC Milan game is on Epiphany, so that's Thursday evening. I think it's, is it the sixth of January, and then the uh, the yeah Juventus game is on the ninth. It's if if Roma managed to get a performance tonight and managed to get on to thirty four points on level with Juventus, there's it you're going into confidence going into that game. But after tonight's game, it's coming into a Milan side who've been a bit hit and miss recently and against the Napoli sorry, against the Juventus side, sorry, who are a bit allegri ball when just eking out performances. It's gonna be tough, isn't it, at the start of twenty twenty two? Yeah, I mean, I actually wouldn't trust us against anyone at the moment. No. Anyone in the division. Because, um, the way we pre- all that we can say, maybe with a fair degree of confidence, is that we'll be pretty difficult to score against. But that doesn't mm. mean we won't concede goals. I mean, we conceded three against Inter. So, um, but um, so maybe we can only say we'll be um, difficult to score against. After that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be confident in any uh, area of our performance, any aspect of our performance in, in forthcoming games, whoever we were playing in. I mean, you've said it's two particularly difficult games but um, coming up, but I, I wouldn't be confident against anyone in the division at the moment. Not even like a Calary or a Genoa who are really, really struggling. Just It's just completely gone out the window. Yeah, well, we struggled against Genoa, really. I mean, we got yeah. two late goals. Who goes where they were? But and we we, we weren't particularly convincing at Cagliari, were we? We relied on the uh, great free, free kick. kick. Yeah. yeah, the moments are brilliant. So, uh, I'm afraid not. No, no, no. That's fine. Um, I think this season, like moments of brilliance, has helped Roma quite a lot. And to be honest, it's helped them a lot over the years, especially under Garcia where it was starting to wane and then you had that this season, I just think, what, the Al Sharari goal against the Swolo, the Pellegrini goal against um, Calary, the Phoenix Ajan double against Genoa. What's that? That's an extra six points where it could have been three draws. And it's got that got that club into the top six. Um, actually, asked us to both of you, where do you see Roma going on from here after the international uh, after the international break? There is an international break in January for South American qualifiers, but after the Christmas break, do you see, as James said, the same sort of type where Roma will just eke out results and not perform great and get to 65, 66 points? Or do you see them going a bit better? Um, Imran, I'll come to you first. I I think uh, we will um, will be just as inconsistent as we have been. I mm. think we I was very confident that we will finish top four before the season, but now I'm very confident we won't finish top four. Mm. I think the best we can hope for is sixth place, <laughs> fifth or sixth place. I think Juventus will be above us because they've. They won six of the last seven games, and uh, they've conceded just one goal. So they, they at least 
they're they're getting the results uh, and they're getting consistency in their performance and in the results at least, which is something you know every team needs, and that's something we have been lacking. And I, I don't see anything in today at least. I mean, in in the way we've been playing recently, that suggests that we would all of a sudden gain consistency. Uh, I struggle to see that. And and as James said, I. I I would like to believe that with a new signing, uh, one or two, whatever, uh, that we will be better. But I refuse to, you know, I struggle to see how that will all of a sudden give us, you know, the long, you know, the much needed consistency that we've been lacking this season. I, I really struggle to see that. No, echo that. James, do you echo... Imran's thoughts on how Roma could yeah, go absolutely. forward. Absolutely, I would. Uh, uh, that's how I think, identical to how I think. And mm. um, I also think, like before, people, you know, it's it's sometimes worthwhile when you look at talk about the transfer market and solutions via the transfer market. As I said earlier, I don't think that will help us a great deal in this uh, situation. Um, uh, you know, look at, you know, you have resources already, you know, you have players already available who could, who could maybe, you know, um, change, you know, if, if, if you, I mean, certain things would improve. For example, I think Cristante, do you remember when we bought Cristante on the back of his season, great season with Atalanta, or very good season back in 2017-18, you know, we bought him very much as an attacking midfielder, goal-scoring attacking midfielder. He's never really played that way for us. Now, no, it's always DMs. Well, yeah. So you could say, well, there we've had different coaches who've used him in a different way. So it's not just Mourinho. However, you know, when I look at him often, he seems to me to be asked to do a job that he's not really suited for. So so you might look there at a player like Bove, who, okay, he's young, he's... Um, but, but what I saw from him in the game against... Um, CSK Sofia, the away game, he looked, he looked to me an accomplished midfielder. Mm. And, um, okay, you could say, well, maybe he's one for the future, but he might be someone who could uplift performances now. So w- when it comes to looking at the transfer market for solutions, I think, um, you know, I think sometimes you, you should look in-house first and see what you've already got available. But I think all these issues really are... I mean, they might, tweaks here and there might see a marginal improvement, but I think that fundamentally things won't change until um, until the basic approach, tactical approach change, and that is, uh, changes. And that's playing more on the front foot, um, looking to attack at every opportunity, pressurising the opposition, playing more in the opposition's half of the pitch, recovering the ball higher up the pitch and um, the, the quality of the manoeuvres and, and, and attacking moves um, are improving and being done more regularly. And only that way, I think, which is what I think we would have expected at the start of the season, and I think only in that way will performances improve, results improve. And to be honest with you, the fans continue to come to the stadium in the numbers they are. Because I, I really think we will see a drop off in attendances if this situation persists. 
You wanted to talk about that, didn't you? You were off your long run uh, pre-pod. Do you want to talk about that? The the fans coming to the games to watch games like this? Yeah, I think the tenses have been remarkable in the circumstances. Mm. They show a real appetite. And, um, you know, they're, they're also, of course, a good marker for the eventual new stadium. You know, when you look, what, 45,000 average or, or certainly, you know, around about the 40,000 mark at the moment. And the performances, you know, if they persist like this, um, on, I, I would be astonished if the, these tendencies we're seeing, you know, against, you know, not, for, you know, teams from basically the bottom third of the division, if they continue like this. Because I don't think people will want to, um, you know, go and watch performances like this regularly. At least they're getting better attendances than Lazio, who have been struggling quite a lot this season in Europe and in Serie A with attendances. I think, I think uh, the game they played Friday, uh, there was there was hardly anyone there, and then at the same time on a Wednesday evening, Roma get forty six thousand for a game against Sampdoria. But yeah, I do echo and do agree what you guys said. Um, do you think we could just end the podcast here? I think before we talk too much about the game and Roma going forward. Um, James, Imran, thank you very much for joining me on this Wednesday evening. Uh, just moments before, uh, moments after the, the disappointing draw against uh, Sampdoria. I wanted to wish you both a, hurry, uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Same, same. No worries. Um, guys, you can follow Lamagicast at lamagicast.com. All our previous podcasts are on, uh, from the, the, the back catalog are on, on the website. You can follow us on, uh, all podcast platforms on Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. Um, thank you to the guys for joining me on this Wednesday evening, just before the Christmas holidays. And, uh, Hopefully it does get better in 2022. Um, always remember, Forza Roma and ciao. Ciao. Ciao.